L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You ready to check your feelings at the door? Check it out. Check it out. This is Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? We're bringing you facts and only the truth now. Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Amzen. And this is Reister or Wrong. So today, yes, you read the tweet correctly. We are on the verge of a potentially, well, over the next week or two potentially over a college football story that may rock the college football world ruin legacies and impact the balance of power out west this is a major major story this is not a little bitty thing this is huge uh there will be more coming down and it's supposedly coming from a a very, very well-known, credible, we, you would call him extremely credible, right? Yeah. Extremely credible person. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. <clears throat> but, uh, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> um, no, no, it's not our story to break, but correct. it turns out there's a lot of people out there who, who know what's going on. And, um, you know, it, it, it'll just, it'll be interesting. It'll be, it'll be a really interesting couple of weeks. Um, I think the, the only thing I really have to say on it is, um, that, uh, part of it's disappointing and part of it is a reflection of some rules are outdated and in order to get around those rules, um, uh, you, you do things that, that people are going to find questionable, but rules are rules. So, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll see if it ends up coming out. We'll see how it ends up coming out. We'll see who it affects. And, um, it could be, uh, it could be a lot of. I mean, we've, we've been waiting a long time for certain things to come out. Like you and I know there's a lot of prepaid debit card stuff that's going on all over college football. Um, there's definitely, you know, with the advent of, um, 
uh, cryptocurrencies. There's different ways that people can be um, compensated and stuff like that. So there's a million little stories and anecdotes that are floating around college football right now that it's just a matter of, you know, who picks it up and when, what rumors are unverified, what would be even the point of some stories breaking or not breaking. Um, but this this particular one is going to – it's going to – there are certain triggers that um, for, for people, especially over the last year, over COVID or stuff like that, that, that are um, going to be enticing to people who are consumers of college football. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I don't know how much of it is something that's like, uh, you know, people are um, doing anything illegal or laws or anything like that. But I will say um, rules are rules and we'll see, uh, we'll see, we'll, we'll see what comes of it. But I'm, I'm really interested to see, um, how this story is pursued. And then, you know, if, if it doesn't end up coming out, I think it'll, it'll probably come out in pieces from different sources here and there. So um, a lot of people know, a lot of college coaches know, um, you know, we, we talked to a source right before the, the, uh, the show started who was aware of what we were aware of from completely different um, sources outside of it. So it's stuff that's floating around that's going to come out. Um, I know that people who watch this show for entertainment are like, wow, this is a dumb tease. Just say it. But uh, it's no fun. It's no fun. Um, so uh, we'll see what happens. And um, I hope for the best for everybody involved. And, and my whole thing is uh, and I try to live my life by tell the truth or someone will tell it for you. So see. hopefully everybody's forthright. And um, and 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 maybe it's not as bad as we think. But see, it looks like it's going to be pretty bad. And everybody knows that I'm the person who is like, dude. These are victimless crimes like a lot of this stuff to me is non issue issues like we have like I don't fall into the oh, yeah, like this is that this is terrible if some kid gets something I don't because they're because they name image and likeness is, is not in place. So that's everybody else's fault. Like so I don't care about that. Like that doesn't bother me in any way, shape, form or fashion. But. There are rules and people are clearly skirting them and it's wild, dude. Um, but the next thing up, <clears throat> Ralph is extremely happy because the Phoenix Suns just boat raced the Denver Nuggets. I mean, ass whooping behind the woodshed, torn. I mean, just every single thing that Ralph could have possibly hoped for, he got in this. In, in this situation, every like he could not have gotten a better outcome than what he got. It's true. Swept came out healthy, healthiest team in the playoffs right now. And Lakers fans keep saying lucky. I keep seeing the word lucky thrown around. And um, one thing that I know about Suns fans is when they used to get busted out of the playoffs by the Spurs every year, there was always an excuse for why. And I'd be one of the ones making that excuse. But one thing that I never said when David Stern tossed Boris Diaw and Amari Stoudemire for the fight, when um, when Joe Johnson broke his face uh, and and missed the the rest of that series in the first year of seven seconds or less, um, one thing when Amari tore his um, I don't know if he tore his ACL but he had microfracture surgery. I would always, there was always an excuse for why the seven seconds or less Suns didn't make it to the finals and or win a championship. But one thing that I never, ever, ever said was that the San Antonio Spurs or the Los Angeles Lakers or anybody who beat them was lucky. I never would have said that, not in a million years. So for all those Lakers fans and now Nuggets fans who are saying that the Suns are lucky that um, Anthony Davis got uh, hurt or that Chris Paul's injury wasn't as bad as it was or that Jamal Murray got hurt or that Jokic got tossed. I'll tell you right now, this is a really, really good team. However, if you want to continue to cry about it, the West and California in particular is undergoing a historic record drought right now. So I'm sure your tears could be put to good use. Yeah. And truthfully, and I'm a person like, do you remember what I said at the beginning of the year about the Phoenix Suns? It was slanderous, I'm guessing. <laughs> uh, where where, where I was like, yo, like, they don't deserve to be on, like, they're unwatchable <laughs> right now. You that, did say that, that you would not. In fact, we did several shows of where you said you would not watch them. And then you watched them one time because of the Lakers were playing them. And you, and you basically said, like, oh, that wasn't that bad, but I'm still not going to watch. Oh, no, no, no. But, but that was before the playoffs. 
Very true. Yes. And dude, I am 100% in on Devin Booker as one of my favorite players now. 100%. Really? Yes. Why? Because I still see a lot of people who are on the fence. He's a tough guy. I like tough guys. Like he's not a he's not weak. He's not like he's quiet and unspoken. You know what I mean? Yes. But at the same time, he's like, he's like, he's got a toughness and a grittiness about him. And I see how he treats Paul George. Like he, like it's, it's, I'm not saying he doesn't have any respect for him, but he has no reverence for him at all. Like there's no, like there's no, oh yeah. Hey, let, let me bow down. Like Paul, like he's not going to let Paul George hug him with the back of his head like that. Like get, your hand off of me bro like luca <laughs> yeah exactly um yeah i i've been watching devin booker for a long time the what's what suns fans have been saying for a few years now it's starting to happen and it's not as annoying as we all thought it would be was that like devin booker hasn't really changed all that much as a player since his rookie year and people are gonna start saying like oh he figured it out he's starting to do things right like God's honest truth. If you've been watching Devin Booker, it's the same stuff night in, night out. He's getting better at it, but it's the same. He's the same player. He's very unique. I talked with a friend well into the night last night about how, while Kobe, while I feel he's a disciple of Kobe, he's got, um, Oh, I hate using this word because it's, it would imply that I'm comparing him to Michael Jordan. I'm not, he's a disciple of Kobe, but with more Michael Jordan priorities of like, he feels like hitting a 15 footer in your face is as demoralizing as a 40 foot three. Like he doesn't have to be out mid range. He'll cut to the basket. He's playing more active defense than he used to, because one of the comparisons he got when he'd first come in the league is clay Thompson because of his ability to shoot the ball. And also I have a theory that their skin tones match. Yes. (laughs) And yes. And for some reason, lazy ass reporters and fans can never get past comparing somebody to that's why like every time i hear uh luca compared to larry bird i just want to like punch myself in the face (laughs) because it's just it it doesn't ever feel like it's coming from anywhere other than and it happens at the nfl level do you you remember when people were comparing christian mccaffrey to toby gerhardt oh my gosh yeah and now every that's like comparing mike allstott to work done i mean i i have you are either if you were a white wide receiver, you are either Ed McCaffrey or Wes Welker, or Jordy yeah. Nelson. But Jordy Nelson was a was a Ed McCaffrey. Oh, true. Yes. So exactly. <laughs> it's what, what what style of white receiver are you? Are you a Wes or are you Ed? And that stuff always used to drive me nuts because you know it's just not. It just watch their game. Like all these people that say they don't see color, definitely see color. Yeah. But the, the the Devin Booker stuff is is really fun. You think he's a tough guy. So what yeah. do you think about what happened when he stepped up to Nikola Jokic yesterday? Oh, dude, dude, I loved it. So so here's the video. Actually, let's before we even get to that, let's deal with the video. So here is what happened yesterday in the game. Jokic inside, off, rebound, collected by Bridges, foul on Jokic, down goes Payne in a crush the face and here we go Cameron Payne is still down and you've got the two superstars going jaw to jaw here in Jokic and Devin Booker so that's the video of the game yesterday. Nikola Jokic, he was mad. He didn't get a foul call. And then he swiped at Cameron Payne. He went for the ball on some level, but he wanted to hit him. He was trying to foul him. And he did hit him across the nose. I mean, he's got a big-ass nose, though, too. So he couldn't avoid it when he went over his shoulder. Uh, hey, but- one honest question. If, if Jokic's arm was one inch to the left, does campaign get up? Probably not. Yeah, I don't but, think so either. But that's why I say that consequences matter. I thought that the ejection was proper because 
because he did hit him. It was an intentional foul. It's like he clearly fouled him on purpose, but he did it in a way where it looked like he was going toward the ball a little bit, but then he did hit him in the face. And like, I don't think that you can go around that, but I do understand NBA fans frustration because because they are not consistent with flagrant foul calls because this picture of LeBron James getting flagrant fouled by Draymond Green this was called a a common foul he's hitting him with two hands in the face hands down (laughs) like that was a common foul that was clearly a flagrant foul so and I do understand that the NBA is much softer now, but they understand head injuries, concussions, all of this stuff, so much, so much more. So I get it. I saw a million takes on this, and where I stand is I don't like him getting ejected. And that's me, and a lot of people feel that way as well. I saw John Morant. I saw a bunch of NBA players, Russell Wilson. All these people weighing in saying they didn't like it. I understood it. I saw your take as well. I think it's up for debate. Now, one person, her name is Madison Curley, and I think she's a social media manager for the Cleveland Cavaliers, former golfer at Arizona State University, great follow on social media. And I think she said something along the lines of, if you don't leave room for the refs to go the direction of keeping you in the game, but still calling a flagrant, if you follow up what you did, with stepping up into Devin Booker's face and looking like you were going to murder him. And I will say right now, look on Jokic's face and the fact that nobody could hold him back after doing what he did, that scared the shit out of me, George. I think that Jokic is a real-life tough guy. I think that Devin Booker, while he did what he was dude, supposed he's to in Eastern that moment. Dude, he's European. The answer is, of course. <laughs> dude, dude, he's like, I, I know people who murder people. Like, Yeah, I, I saw people, all these people, and now – you're going to kill me. I've not seen any of the Rockies except for Michael B. Jordan. If he dies, uh, he dies. Yeah. Drago. So then I saw all these Drago. people saying Ivan Drago and stuff like that, but he was, it, you could see like he, he went, uh, he went dead eyed a little bit. He was staring at Devin Booker. Nobody was able to hold him back. And he's like, what are you going to do? And if you could read Devin Booker's lips, who he is a trash talker. He, all he was saying is, why did you do that? Why did you do that? Devin Booker did everything he was supposed see, to in that moment. Step he stepped up, up teammate. He protected his teammate, but like, I feel like campaign was lucky and I really feel like Devin Booker was lucky in that moment because if that, and I know that people in the NBA don't actually fight, but if that had been one, I think, Oh man, dude, that, that he, he's a tough guy. Jokic he's not did have crazy eyes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. He, yeah, he did not look like he had a conscience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought it was. Uh, yeah. I thought it was. wild. But 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 now let's transition to how this impacts the, just just the league. Right. Because who was I making a case for for MVP? Two Chris players, Paul. Chris Paul and Steph Curry. Yeah. I had them both above Jokic. And the reason why Chris Paul is obviously a phenomenal leader, all of these wonderful things. Right. Can we at least stop before we move on to this? Can we at least stop and and acknowledge after watching Jokic for four straight games, the guy is incredible. Yeah, he he is so, incredible, I, and I and I get it. I get why they gave him MVP, but I just want to. I don't want it to seem like we're slighting Nikola Jokic because no, there was, but, he's very good. But but the reality is this: is that is that. MVPs a lot of times are judged retroactively because it's a regular season award, but people attach postseason progress to it because you got the award. So Jokic getting swept in the second round, that doesn't feel like MVP behavior. Neither did Giannis winning two MVPs not getting out of the second round. Neither did James Harden not getting out of the second round. Was Dirk's MVP year when he got bounced by the eighth seed Warriors? I don't remember. Uh, I, I feel like it might have been. Yeah. So, but, but like, but then that kind of gets erased when Dirk wins a championship too. So it just look, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it's like, it's still ongoing, but it does feel weird when you have Chris Paul be so dominant in the series. Like, I'm like, 
I, dude, if if you let Chris Paul get to the right elbow, 15, 13 to 15 feet away, he's going to he's going to do that little fade away fallback shot every he's going to make it almost every single time. Like, how do you I'm I'm watching it like, am I the only person who knows this? Because the Denver Nuggets had no clue. Mike Malone is obviously a really good coach. His team let him down. They did not show up. I thought the Phoenix Suns dominated and they deserve a lot of credit. But I thought also that the that the uh, Denver Nuggets have quit in them like that. They aren't built out of the stuff that you need to be built out of to be a champion. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe. But I can't put that on Will Barton and I can't put that on Jokic. Nope. And I can't. um, I think that they've they've got a lot of good pieces. I'm scared of them next year if I'm in the West. A fully healthy Nuggets team scares me as long no as no as way. long as Michael Porter Jr. If Michael Porter Jr. was one tenth as good on defense as he is on offense, and with a healthy Jamal Murray, I think they're a threat. And so I don't um, think they're tough enough. <clears throat> I don't think they're tough enough. But 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 actually no, you you actually might be right because they were tough enough to overcome three one deficit to the Clippers. So Jamal Murray might actually be the secret sauce. So in this, do you think that the MVP should have been awarded to Chris Paul? See, this whole thing between you and I on Chris Paul started when if you asked me if I thought Chris Paul is the MVP and I said yes, and then you text me over Jokic. And I had to be honest, I wasn't paying attention to Jokic at the time. So I went back, watched some film, looked at the stats, and I wrote back to you. I said, no, you're right. And you said, I wasn't saying Jokic should be the MVP. I'm asking you if you would give it to Paul over Jokic. And I said, no, at the time, I said no. And I still kind of feel that way. But it's weird because you're telling me that the Suns didn't have an MVP candidate and they didn't have a media-voted coach of the year. Monty Williams-Pierce voted him coach of the year. But you, the Suns were 19-63 and 63 two years ago, George. Yep. Everybody was saying that they made a mistake um, drafting DeAndre Ayton. A lot of people thought that they made a mistake taking on Chris Paul's contract after Rubio and Kelly Oubre helped change the culture, and they had that 8-0 run in the bubble. But before the 8-0 run in the bubble – before the 8-0 run the bubble, they were something crazy like 50 and 100 yeah, in the last right. two years. Yeah. And now and now and now if Kyrie Irving doesn't come back, I objectively feel like they're the favorite to win an NBA title. So, okay, so that now that leads to the next topic is the injuries in the NBA. Do you think that like I think that the injuries have impacted the NBA playoffs this year, probably this year more than any other season. Cuz we've seen Obviously, yeah. Chris, uh, I'm sorry. So so we saw Chris Paul get hurt, and that did impact the uh, series at, for a little bit. But then you had Anthony Davis go down, so then that re- reverted back, right? So that's two major injuries already. You had Jamal Murray be out, which he's clearly a big catalyst for the Denver Nuggets. Donovan Mitchell being hurt. Uh, I'm talking about him being hurt game one against the Grizzlies, which the Grizzlies won. He came back. They won six, what, six straight games in, in the playoffs. And then he gets hurt again and then they lose. And then you have the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, James Harden gets hurt, which I told you guys, I was like, the Brooklyn Nets have no shot at winning a championship this year. I didn't know anybody was going to get hurt, but I thought that because James Harden quit on his team in Houston. Not the fact that he forced his way out. I don't care about that. But the fact that he didn't honor the game by giving a good effort, like in in those games. I thought that that, that there was karma for that. That that doesn't mean that it's injuries. I just didn't think that they were going to win. So then he goes out, and then Kyrie Irving steps on Lucky and then hurts that same ankle. Lucky's the Boston Celtics logo mascot guy and um who else has been a hurt Embiid is playing on a bum knee yeah like michael porter michael porter jr has a bad back back. this is wild dude like yeah it's a it's a rough season oh and then the lakers being not at full strength who they they lost caruso kcp um uh ad lebron wasn't fully healthy like 
And that's where I think that people were taking away from the Utah Jazz and the Phoenix Suns because the Clippers have been hurt in the year two. So they were like, yo, these aren't the true number one and two seeds because these other teams were so hurt. Like maybe that could be true, but it's also true that it probably would have been a freaking dogfight for the number one and number two seeds. And these teams weren't yeah. that far apart. E- even though I think that a, a fully healthy Lakers would have would have won a championship, but overall still. If you can take the fan goggles off, though, and you can watch the Suns play, or you can watch the Jazz play, because I, you, I like you know watching how I feel. the Jazz play now. You know, I, you know how I feel about the Jazz, but they the Jazz are such a well-constructed team, and the Phoenix Suns, every player on the team plays defense, which is not common in, in – today's era and every single player on the Phoenix Suns that gets minutes has a spot on the floor. Every single one of them has a shot. They don't miss. Yep. Whether it's Mikhail bridge from the corner, Cam Johnson from the, from, from the, the elbow three. Um, Chris Paul has about eight different spots. Devin Booker has, has three or four. Aiton has that weird little jump hook thing that seems to go in every time. Aiton shoots like 65% and it's crazy. And yep. so you, you everyone more. So if you exactly exactly and but if you watch the Suns and you can walk away from that saying oh this is not a good team then I think you're an insane person if you say my team got taken away from and so therefore we didn't get to challenge a full strength Suns in the way we wanted to then then I feel like that's a conversation we can have but anybody who is calling the Suns lucky instead of incredibly well built and and having two legitimate stars with another star in the making and a couple of really great glue guy, three and D wing guys. Plus there, there was that, was it game two where campaign hit Tory Craig on an alley-oop and you're looking at the eighth and ninth guys on the bench, putting stuff that's going to be a sports center, top 10 stuff out there. Like that is the making of a very, very good team. I will give you that. The injuries have been insane. My two least favorite things in sports by far, by, by like by a mile and a half, are NFL preseason injuries and NBA playoff injuries. Yep. They're, those are the two things that it, steal my joy impacts, as a fan. Dude, it impacts stuff so much. And I I, I hate it with the power of a thousand suns. And oh, the, <laughs> not these suns, but the power of a thousand suns in the sky. Um, so so Brook, I think Brooklyn's toast now without Irving, because there's no way he plays. He left on crutches and a boot. He's not playing so wait, tomorrow. Did you draw some type of conclusion that the NBA is responsible for some of these injuries? Because some, some I, I always like to judge them individually. The Kyrie injury seems like a shit happens thing to me. The James Harden one is like, you, you ask yourself like, oh, well, you didn't keep yourself in great shape in order to get out of Houston. Are you to blame? Or is it just a an injury is an injury? I don't know if I see a lot of people looking at the NBA and saying, this is your fault. And I don't know if that's the case. I think you have to judge a lot of these on individual merits, but there wasn't a lot of rest going into this season. The traveling, everything about this season is weird. They're playing into July. Maybe, maybe the NBA has something to do with it. I know that if the NBA did have something to do with it, they would do absolutely everything they could to keep every star on the court. So I don't know, man, what, what is your conclusion that you're drawing here? Oh, just that, just just that it's been a bunch of injuries and we will see why they're happening. I mean, like we, we don't know why they're happening. Like, I think that you, you your James Harden theory is reasonable. I think that, you know, here's the thing is in, in, in sports, bad things happen to good, good people sometimes. That's just the truth. So that's kind of where I stand on that. LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. LASIK, LASIK.com. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Um, the next thing up we have, um, oh yeah, the, uh, the next thing up we have cancel or consequence. Do we need to cancel Cancel. or is there a justified consequence? Let's find out now. So cancel or consequence today is very interesting because it involves a it involves two players, right? It involves two players, two NFL players. Number one, you had Le'Veon Bell say that he would never go back to play for Andy Reid. And you had Kyler Murray say that he, oh, what was he, and mind you, he's from Texas, he's Texas royalty. And they said that it will be, oh, that they asked him if he grew up a Cowboys fan. And his answer was what, Ralph? Um, They were always ass. Oh, for those of you new to um, new to 2020 or 2021, if that that statement they were asked means that they sucked, that they were hot garbage. (laughs) They have always sucked. They have always been asked. They have been asked since I grew up. Like Um, not even worthy of the respect of a child. Like not even worthy of the respect of an of From an Dallas. actual of an actual sentence. They were ass. Like like you used it as a pronoun. Bro. I, I'm I'm not I mean a pro a pronoun as a as a noun as a descriptive. I mean, is that, or, or is that an adjective? It is an it is a noun, an adjective, and a verb all at the same time. I think. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, because it because it, it clearly is a noun, but it's also used as an adjective in that way. Yeah. <laughs> so so but the canceler consequence is, is that you have had Le'Veon Bell people suggesting that he won't play in the NFL again because of the things that happened in Pittsburgh. And now saying this about Andy Reid, do you think that if he does not play in the NFL that he's being canceled or he's receiving consequences for what he said? 
I think the most responsible thing to say about somebody in, in a situation where they've criticized the New York Jets organization, which a lot of people have done, but the Pittsburgh Steelers, which not a lot of people have done, um, and then Andy Reid, which I don't know if I've ever, and you're so much more connected than me in, in this, but I pay attention. I don't know if I've ever, ever, ever heard a player badmouth Andy Reid. I just can't. I personally can't find an example of it. And so I think the response we'll take here is at some point it's you. And yeah, I think that that was probably the most unwise thing that he could have done. He'd rather retire than play for Andy Reid ever again. Well, then it might be option one, Le'Veon. Like, and I don't, I, you never know because maybe there's actually something that we, you know, I, as somebody who always does my best to advocate that for people to see things from the player's point of view, I'm at a complete loss here. I can do nothing. I wouldn't take this case if I was Johnny Cochran. (laughs) (laughs) Andy Reid is beloved. He's he's the most players coach guy I've ever heard of. Okay, so so, but on a side note though, because I I think that if he doesn't play again, it'll be because he didn't look like he had anything left this year. But I do think that he should. Well, I, I would say he was receiving. He's being canceled if he doesn't get some workouts like he should get an invite to camp somewhere because he's clearly a good, you know, like he is had that, been he, a good he, football player except for last year. People should be willing to see for themselves if he can't play anymore instead of saying he badmouthed Andy Reid and Mike Tomlin, two players that are almost two coaches that are almost universally beloved by the players that have played for them. Therefore, I would be bringing a headache into my locker room. Yep. Antonio Antonio Brown has a job. Yes, and if Antonio but but hold up. But the last time we saw Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown was great. And then yes. so 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 think think about it. He the last time we saw him when he was in Pittsburgh, he was great. Went to Oakland, he did not play, got picked up by the Patriots. He was great in that one game. Did was gone for the whole season. And then he got a chance by the skin of his teeth with the Tampa Bay. And then he was great again. So if you continuously show up great, you're going to get those chances. But Le'Veon Bell, but granted, he didn't go to jail. He didn't, you know, he's not on tape hitting anybody or anything like, like that, like Ray Rice, who hadn't put good stuff on film and then had that. So your chances are over. I just think using Andy Reid's name in that context is the most unwise thing a player who is in in search of a job could do. Cor- the, correct. Correct. Like, that, I don't think Andy Reid's the type of guy to pick up the phone and tell somebody don't hire this man because he's hurt my feelings. But I think that people in the NFL know that he's not the guy to do that, so they'll do it on his behalf. Yeah, I I think that if he were in search, if he weren't in search of a job, okay, whatever. But the fact that he's in search of a job. Mm, that that doesn't mean that you got to go back to it. I just think it's a bad look on 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 him. So now on to Kyler Murray. Did you think that? So Texans are very upset with Kyler Murray. They're like, "You Judas, you turncoat," and he's like, "I'm being honest though. I mean, like that's like the uh, like LeBron being a Cowboy fan." Where where he's always like, I'm a kid from Akron. I love Cleveland. I love Ohio. And he's like, yeah, but I like the Yankees, though. And I like the Cowboys. So he, the way that Kyler Murray was asked this question is like, you got to be a Cowboys fan, right? You're up here. You got to be a Cowboys fan, right? And he said, no, nah, they were always ass. He could have so, just said no. Right, right. So anyway, all of the cow- Cowboys fans are a little sensitive. But I have noticed about 10% of Cowboys fans were like, hey, guys, he's, he's right. right. <laughs> yeah, but you still – I wouldn't have said it if I'm Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray probably would go back and he'd take it back because what, uh, what a lot of people kept – what I noticed a lot of people were saying who were upset with Kyler Murray about, about insulting the, the mighty Dallas Cowboys was you play for the Cardinals. He wasn't asked if he was a Cardinals fan growing up. And it was within the context of you grew up in this area, so you have to be a Cowboys fan, right? But the interesting thing is, is it came out that he rooted for the Vikings, and I don't know if that's much better historically when you compare both eras since 1996. 
the Vikings demonstrably above the Cowboys in the last 25 years? In the last 25 years. Um, wait, um, no, no, because the last 25 years counts. Wait, actually, no. Oh, my God. I was OK. So I was still playing when Emmett Smith was playing, like finishing up. So. Oh, my God. I'm old. Oh, shit. I got drafted in 2003. I got drafted almost 20 years ago. So 25 years. The Vikings were really good with Moss. And ooh, they're about even. But so you would my my guess is even with somebody whose whole life is football. And, and I know for a fact and not a lot of college football fans realize this. High school prospects who are really good at football don't watch college football. <laughs> Some of them do, but for the most part, they're too busy doing it to actually watch it. Um, so, but let's assume that he was just your average kid who's a fan of football. That type of stuff comes into your consciousness at maybe like age eight. Kyler Murray's what, 23, 24 years old? Yeah. So, uh, or maybe 25. That type of stuff comes into your consciousness at maybe age eight. So, we're talking from maybe two years into your career up until he would have been a college football player. So we're talking a 10 year period between maybe 2005 and 2015. That's his entire like memory of football. So between 2005 and 2015, I don't think either franchise is really good. So I do see a lot of Cowboys fans criticizing him for saying the Cowboys were ass and then trying to figure out why then he would have been a Vikings fan at the time. So this is, you're asking if this cancel culture or consequence culture that the state of Texas is turning on Kyler Murray, probably the, if not the best, one of the best high school football players in a state that high school football matters more than anywhere else since Adrian Peterson. And some people floated that maybe it was because of Adrian Peterson that he was a Vikings fan. But yes. I believe, I believe this is consequence. Because this is consequence you, of the Cowboys being bad. This is a consequence of Kyler Murray not having a filter in that moment and being too honest and too informal, and he'll learn. I think he'll learn from this. I don't think he, I don't think he cares, dude. It it was the truth. There's nothing he did not lie. Like they, he could have used a different word besides <laughs> ass, but whatever. That that I actually loved it. Um, what, okay, but what? Okay, George. If somebody put a microphone in front of Bronny James's face and says, "Like, hey, you might have the chance to play with your dad someday, but you, you're in LA now. You got to be a Lakers fan, right?" And he was like, "No, they were always ass." But they, you, but that, but that's not true. That would he? That's not it would have been. It would have been for the time of his consciousness, except for when his dad is on the team. It absolutely no. Been it would true. not be. What are you talking about? Because it only would have been for like a five, six year window before LeBron got there. And they were constantly picking second or third. Five or, dude, he's 16 now. He's 16 now. Right. That's so what I'm telling you, you. So if you go back seven years, that was like the last time the Lakers were good. He was seven. I'm no, sorry. He was right. nine. Right. So then they were very bad after that. Yes, but he, but five Kobe was of, still five, there. Like five Kobe years. was carrying things. <laughs> Five years of the Lakers being bottom feeders is one third to one, almost a half of his life. Yeah, but you life. can't say that they've always been been ass, and especially just just with Bronny because he was around the but, game, so he he knows. Yeah, he knows. but if Bronny was to say that, and Lakers fans were to get butt hurt, would it be Bronny's fault? No. Whether he was right or wrong, no. Because all these Cowboys no. fans were pointing no, out, like, dude, what are you talking about? We were always ass. The it's Cowboys did make the playoffs five about. times. The Cowboys did make the playoffs five times in his lifetime. So they technically yeah. weren't always asked. I'm just saying if if he could go back, I bet Kyler Murray would have phrased it differently. Mm, I would. He doesn't would. need this heat. He's getting heat for no reason. And he lives there. Yeah, true. He's making it hard to go to the grocery store. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, dude. He's it's fine to go to the grocery store. He's Kyler Murray's rich um, in Dallas. <laughs> yeah. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK. You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. 
Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Um... All right, now it is time for the best of social media. Now, 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 here's the best of social media. The best of social media is where we show you the best things from social media. I watched this video of this soccer video. I forget who it is, but uh, it was amazing. To international football as we know it, Hendry with the shorts. Now the break might be on for Patrick Schick, and look what he's trying to do. Schick, oh! Wow. Can you believe wow. what we've just seen? Out of this world from Patrick Schick. So that's a video of a dude kicking the ball from almost midfield over the goal kicker's keeper's head, and it bouncing in. But the best part of it is where the goalkeeper runs into the net. I've watched this video probably 50 times International because football, the goalkeeper is amazing. Hendry with the shorts. Now the break might be on for Patrick Schick. And look what he's trying to do. Schick. Oh, wow. can you believe wow. what we've just seen? How awesome is that, dude? He got caught in the net. It's cool. It's fun. I mean, it's one of my favorite things is when, uh, when uh, Major League Baseball players take on the wall. Yes. The- but it's, you usually don't have that type of situation where it looks like a, like a, a oh man, a fly my first caught in like, a, 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 uh, a spider's net. Or like a, a dolphin caught in plastic or <laughs> that's a terrible yeah. dark reference, but no, that was cool, man. Live soccer is, uh, man, that's a lot of fun when stuff yeah. like that happens. The whole oh, yeah. thing is it just, it doesn't happen very often. <laughs> Exactly, it doesn't happen. Give me if they did if they did in soccer what the NHL did a few years back, which is like take the average goals per game from four to six. Yes, I think it'd be a little bit easier. But I do love I did that shot was incredible. The effort was great. That was cool. Totally agree. Um, now the next thing is you had oh this this T shirt. Um, I, I, I was considering getting it for Ralph. Lady has a T a tank top on. It says she's a very fit. She, she looks very fit. Uh, cocaine is vegan. 
So I asked you, Ralph, is cocaine is cocaine vegan? Oh man. I don't know so in, that to be true. So, so the whole your thing experience, would be that, it does it do you does it uh, feel like like vegan activity? No. On the surface, as like a thing that you ingest, I suppose. But the entire point of vegan would be that, like, no life lost, right? Yeah. Oh, and it's the yeah. definition of life lost to get yeah. okay. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, no, no. There's there's the, there's a human meat cost. <laughs> yep. Um, I don't know if you've ever been to Juarez. <laughs> but, yes, uh, dude, dude, they took us there when we went to go play in the Sumbo. No. I, w- I would say that cocaine is not vegan in my if you if if the whole point is vegan is that there is no loss of life. Um, cocaine is definitely not vegan. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, is it is it gluten? Is it gluten free, though? See, Probably. see, I, I did read that coca, the coca plant is vegan, but then cocaine, not vegan. <laughs> All right, you guys, that is Reister or Wrong for today. Thank you guys for joining us. I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Amsden. Catch you guys on Wednesday. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.